Section 10 of Our Atomic World, The Story of Atomic Energy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Chris Coffin. Our Atomic World, The Story of Atomic Energy by C. Jackson Craven. Fusion has potential. One of the greatest puzzles to be solved by physicists arose from the work of geologists. When it became clear that coal and other fossil remains of living things date from many hundreds of millions of years ago, it was obvious that the Earth's sun had been shining at a quite steady rate for an extremely long time. How does it manage to do that? What is its energy source? Chemical energy supplied by combustion and gravitational potential energy supplied by contraction are thousands of times too small to have kept the sun going for such a long time. The principle illustrated by figure 4 suggests the most probable source of energy for the sun and all the other stars as well. It is known that the sun consists chiefly of hydrogen and that it has a temperature of about 40 million degrees Fahrenheit near its center. Several kinds of nuclear reactions produced in atom smashers have demonstrated that hydrogen nuclei, if energized by being heated to a very high temperature, can actually combine or fuse to form helium nuclei. The accompanying loss of weight per particle indicated by figure 4 must result in the appearance of sufficient energy to balance Einstein's famous equation. In fact, Calculations by the German-born American physicist Hans A. Beda and others show that, based on reasonable estimates of the conditions within the sun, familiar nuclear reactions account for its energy. The calculations predict, furthermore, that the sun can continue to operate at its present level for many billions of years. Since fusion of light nuclei is produced by extremely high temperatures, Fusion events are called thermonuclear reactions. The possibility of bringing about thermonuclear reactions on Earth to serve as a source of energy has naturally attracted much attention. In spite of the fact that fusion of ordinary hydrogen atoms, each of which has one proton as its nucleus, supports the activity of the Sun, this particular reaction seems to occur much too slowly to be usable on Earth. Other isotopes of hydrogen, called deuterium and tritium, however, which contain one and two neutrons in their nuclei, respectively, fuse much more rapidly and seem to be potential earthly sources of controlled thermonuclear energy. The first large-scale application of thermonuclear energy was the so-called hydrogen bomb, or H-bomb. For a brief time, an exploding fission bomb develops a temperature of hundreds of million degrees Fahrenheit, hot enough to cause some light nuclei to fuse. In the hydrogen bomb, light nuclei of deuterium and or tritium are exposed to this temperature during a fission explosion. The resulting fusion of these nuclei causes the explosion to be hundreds of times more powerful than that of the fission device alone. In 1952, the Atomic Energy Commission test-fired such a thermonuclear device at Anowetok Atoll in the Pacific Ocean. 
The energy released by the highly efficient device produced an explosion that completely destroyed the coral islet where it was detonated. At such extreme temperatures, all atoms are stripped of electrons. The resulting mixture of nuclei and free electrons is called a plasma. Several laboratories are now working on the problems connected with creating and containing plasma. Ordinary solid containers cannot be used. On contact with plasma, they would instantly vaporize and would cool the plasma below the temperature necessary for fusion to occur. Fortunately, however, the particles that make up a plasma, being charged electrically, respond to forces in a magnetic field. A strong magnetic field of a proper shape exerts a large confining pressure on a body of plasma in a high vacuum chamber. Thus, plasma can be contained in a small volume well removed from the walls of the chamber by surrounding the chamber with suitably designed large magnets or solenoids to create a magnetic bottle. In addition, a sudden increase in the intensity of the field can compress the plasma. This compression raises the temperature of the plasma to near that required for fusion. Fusion of light nuclei would be a much cleaner source of energy for peaceful purposes than fission of heavy ones, because the ashes of fission reactions are radioactive, while those of fusion, helium atoms, are not. Great technical difficulties must be overcome, however, before a controlled thermonuclear reaction is possible. Fusionable material must be heated to a temperature of over 100 million degrees Fahrenheit, and must be contained long enough for an appreciable amount of fusion to occur. The greatest problem encountered to date is the extreme instability of the plasma and corresponding difficulty of maintaining it at the proper temperature longer than a few millionths of a second. Many physicists now think that the successful exploitation of thermonuclear energy will not occur for many years. When and if it is achieved, however, the deuterium present in the oceans of the Earth will represent an almost inexhaustible source of energy. End of section 10.